Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. What's going on? All right. Ready and action. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the Christian Bay Podcast. On today's episode, I have an interview for you for the Know Your Worth series, and I'm so glad and so excited for you guys to meet her. How about you introduce yourself? Hey, guys. It's Kendra. So happy to be on the podcast, on the Christian Bay Podcast, and I represent more motivation. So I'm just, I'm just really happy to just be on this series. And I'm so happy to have you guys. I follow Kendra on Instagram, and I see that she has a podcast as well, and I see that she's a perfect person to have for a new world series. So I'm just going to be asking you a few questions, and then I'll get out your way. Is that fine? Yes, I did. All right. So the first question that I have for our Know Your Work series is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how high is your confidence? I would say strong nine. Strong nine. Okay. Strong nine. So how did it get to that place? Or were you just like born in like Kanye mode at all times? Like, did you just pop the <laughs> wound? Like, I know, I know who I am. Like, or was it like a process? Oh, it's definitely a process because me as far back as I can remember from when I was in elementary school, from middle school, even through high school, it was a journey to really know my worth and figure out who I was and my beauty and my voice and actually looking in the mirror and liking what I saw. So that was a complete mess because I went through that journey of believing what other people told me and believing that. Okay. So on a scale of one to 10, how high is your confidence and how did it get to that place? Like, were you just born in Kanye West mode or was it a process? Well, definitely on a scale of one to ten, my confidence level is at a nine. So that was that's it's definitely been a process to get all the way to a nine. But honestly, no, it definitely was not born at a nine. I, I it was a process because as far back as I can remember, I struggled with low self esteem. I struggled with looking in the mirror and actually liking what I saw. So it was a journey to get to that point because I went through that period of low self esteem where I believed everything other people said about me what they thought about me what yeah. their idea was about me and once I actually stepped in to figuring out what actually God thought about me you know the fact that he was so intentional about how he created me it allowed me to really just be excited about what I look like in the mirror be excited about who I was be excited about the fact that I actually had a purpose here on the earth and I, I never forget it I, I finally gained that confidence in high school in the 10th grade and it was like I actually took a little bit more care about you know how I looked in the mirror I actually had you know more confidence when I walked through hallways in school when I when I put on you know that outfit you know so it, it, it was it was a journey to get to that point but I'm so grateful that I had those beginnings I'm so grateful that you know God allowed me to kind of go through a journey to actually figure out who I was and who I was becoming. And although that journey is not done, I'm just glad that the confidence that I have now is because of that broken little girl who wasn't confident. So there's a big connection between those two versions of myself. That's really good. And it it just confirms that God is intentional with everything that he does because that alone shows that you're perfect for this series. Because I know for myself, 
when I'm when I see other women or when I pour into women, usually God calls me to women who have something in common with who I used to be. Like I can Mm -hmm. I can connect with their brokenness. So when you see women, are you able to identify that as well? And other women and like, how do you go about it when you see it? Like, wow, she reminds me of myself. Like, what is that like for you? It brings it full circle because it's like, wow, guys, you allow me to go through those broken areas in my life. So that way, when I actually came out of it or when I actually overcame, you know, those broken areas, that there was going to be somebody on the other side that you wanted me to help. And that's just that's what all of our stories, it come full circle because it's like, wow, I experienced all that hell. I experienced all of that, you know, just sadness, that brokenness, that, that darkness. Just so when I came out on top, that he was going to allow me to be a blessing to somebody else to help the next person. And I, and that's just the beauty of our story is that, is that they're actually meant to bring someone else freedom. They're actually meant to help the next sister and help the next person that's going to go through the same things you're going through. So I think all of our stories will have a moment where they come full circle and they're meant to unlock someone else's freedom. That's why it's just important that you never underestimate, you know, the power of your story and the power of what you've been through because God didn't just allow you to go through it just for you to kind of go through a hard place. He allows you to go through it because he knew that you were going to be developed into something so great that was going to actually help somebody else. That's good. And One thing that I can think of just talking about myself is that when I'm able to relate to people, sometimes there's other people who are like, for example, people will say, oh, you're so friendly or, oh, you're so nice. Like, you know, you're so social people not understanding that I used to be the mean girl. So it's just like they see the growth and sometimes people comment on the growth, not knowing what the process took to get there. So with your personal story, Has somebody ever told you to like simmer down? Has somebody ever called you like cocky or like overly confident you were too into yourself or to humble yourself or anything like that? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, you know, as a woman, I'm sure you've experienced this. In the minute you start taking care of how you look, you start dressing nice, your nails always done, your hair is on fleek all the time, immediately people associate that with, oh, she's stuck up. She's yeah. Happy. It's like the minute you, you know, you actually walk around and, and care about what you look like, it's automatically, sometimes people associate that sometimes in a negative way. They'll compliment you, but they'll associate it with a negative way. So they automatically think that, you know, that you just, you can't have that downer personality. But I think that it's not about necessarily proving people wrong about the fact that, that you are downer and the fact that you are a beautiful person underneath those great clothes or, or you know, that nice hair. It's about you realizing who you are within yourself and realizing that, you know, that the light that is going to be inside of me is not going to, you know, simmer down just because, you know, somebody else is expecting me to be a certain way. So I had to go through a lot of humility, you know, because yes, I, I do, I do um, believe I'm beautiful. I do like what I see when I'm in the mirror, but there also has to be a level of humility that goes with that. So that way, when I, when I do that self-confidence, I'm also showing the humility right along with it. And I'm allowing that to speak for itself before, you know, I allow anything else to speak for itself. So I think that it, it's just, although there's people who, who kind of want you to kind of tone down your confidence. It's more of a representation of where their confidence is at because it's almost like because you don't have the confidence I have, you 
kind of want me to adjust it, mine, just yeah. to make you feel better about yourself. But I definitely, I wouldn't want anyone to adjust their confidence just because other people around you aren't as confident. I want you to just keep that confidence as high as possible, be humble as possible, and just make sure that you're just sharing God's light as much as you can because you can't help the fact that you're favored. You can't help the fact that God's going to naturally have a glow on your life. And you just, there's no reason to, to to dim it down. If anything, just make sure that you're, showing the most amount of humility with you. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's important for all of the listeners to note and write down because when you start mm-hmm. changing and when you start growing into who God wants you to be, everyone want to want approve of that. Everyone won't be happy about that because sometimes people want you to stay in their comfort zone. They want you to mm-hmm. stay the person that they know and the person that they knew in second grade and they don't want you to change. They don't want you to develop because right. sometimes you're changing and your growth threatens their stagnant their stagnant ways it forces them to realize well dang why is she changing I don't want her to change because now I got to reevaluate myself so with confidence or with being more social you have to understand that everybody won't be okay with that and everybody won't accept that but that's okay like that's also a part of knowing your worth knowing who you're for and who you're not for exactly so the next question that I have um, is that society right now is focusing a lot on like uplifting and there's a lot of events being planned that are catered to women and their confidence. How do you feel about the current status of women empowerment right now? Well, women empowerment is, 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 is in a good place. I wouldn't say it's in a bad place. I think it's just important for people to make sure that if you're in a position where you are throwing events or where you want to, to be a force in, in the community of women and, and actually have a voice and, and have a platform to where you're throwing these events, these seminars to impact women, I think it's important to put your own individuality into that piece because I think sometimes a lot of women empowerment events mimic the last one, the last one, the last yeah. one. And it, sometimes you're not finding that individuality that's going to say, no, my mine is different because God wants me to get this message across. I'm not trying to, there's nothing wrong with looking at how other people do things, but it's, it's making sure that you're in tune with what God wants you to get across in that event and making sure that you're so set apart that you're not trying to be like the, the next event. You're not trying to be like what you see and how other people do it. It's you're putting your own spin on it and saying, no, this is what I'm bringing to the table. Um, and it's important that we support, you know, a lot of these women empowerment events because sometimes the lack of support is what causes certain messages just to not get off the ground. And I think once we support women and we're not just – kind of just looking from because almost like when you look through social media it's almost like the bleachers instead mm-hmm. of just looking from the bleachers you know when you're looking through somebody's page and their progress instead of just looking through the bleachers hoping that it does well actually support it be a part of it see if you can actually have a helping hand see if more creativity can be added to it and i think if we get more involved in just the process of of the planning of these events and just putting our input and seeing if we can help our next sister it'll just make events even more successful um and also another thing i would add to just the state of of woman empowerment is it's just more about making sure that we all realize that every 
one of us has our own voice and that no matter how many events that we feel like we see or that is going on, that your voice is still special. Your voice still needs to be heard. Your message still needs to be heard. Your vision still needs to be seen. Never get intimidated by the fact that you may think that a lot of people have your same gift, but nobody is going to be you. There will never be another you. Right. So it's just important that that if you if God has given you a vision to to put a woman empowerment event on, never be intimidated about the climate of what you see around you on your on your social media timelines. Always bring you to the table because once you bring you to the table, God is going to perfect it. He's going to set it apart. He's going to put His own spin on it to make sure that you know whatever vision that He needs to get across, it will get across, and that it's going to grow and that it's going to expand. Exactly. And that's perfect because I was talking to a friend this week who's having um, like an event, like a 2020 vision board type event. And there's a lot of people like 2020 is a catchy year because it's like 2020, exactly. 2020 vision, like it's catchy. <laughs> so there's a lot of people using it. And I was telling that friend, like, it does not matter how many people have the same title, how many people are doing the same event. Your power is that they are not you. Like just exactly. because it's you that's doing it, that's what sets it apart. That's what makes it different. And that's something that I feel like everyone should know. It's just like the meme that says, go down to bread out. You still have your favorite brand of bread. It doesn't matter how many come out, you know which one is for you. And the same applies to our purpose. The same applies to our events. Everything applies to who we are individually. So I'm very glad that you like touched on that. So the next question that I have is, do you think the man that a woman dates is a direct reflection of her worth? Oof, that's a good one. <laughs> the man that a woman dates, direct reflection of your worth. I, I would say, I would say, it's, uh, who you choose to be a partner is obviously just like they say, a house, a car is a big decision in life. Definitely who you choose to do life with is a huge reflection of you because this is the person you're saying, you know, hey, this is the person I want to connect with, this is the person I possibly want to do life with for the rest of my life. So it, it does say a lot about how you think of yourself. So, for instance, if that man is super respectful, if he's a man of God, if he's somebody who, you know, you're proud to be with, you know that that's who you're meant to be with. And he gets along with your family and he actually treats you like a queen each and every day. That is a huge reflection of what you think about yourself. Yeah. Because you you made sure that, you know, when you allow him to stay in your life, you knew that he checked off the fact that he was consistently respectful. He was consistently detailed about how he treated you. And you knew that that was important. Not on the flip side, and I know a lot of, beautiful women go through this and women who have purpose on their lives go through this sometimes we like those guys that are rough around the edges who aren't always um treating us like a queen who aren't doing what they need to do to make us happy and we allow those guys to stay in our lives and it does show where our level of where our work is it does show what we think about ourselves so being that just in my own testimony i've i've allowed a lot of inconsistent not a hundred percent respectful men stay in my life. And I had to, once that relationship was over, I had to really analyze, Hey, I need to raise the level of, of my own self-worth of my own self-confidence. I need to remind myself, you know, what God thinks about me. And I don't need to allow myself to stay in a relationship that's toxic stay in a relationship where this person is not even adding to my worth. If anything, yeah. they're, they're tearing it down. 
and I don't want to be a part of that relationship. And I think as women, when we have purpose in our lives, we have to realize a lot of men they want to attach themselves to women with purpose. They know they're not ready for her. Girl, you they better listen. They know they're not ready for her. They know they're not ready to change for her. They know they're not ready to actually settle down with her. But they some kind of way they want to attach themselves to a woman who has purpose. And as women with purpose, we want to give all this love away. We want to be there for you. We want to be you know, that queen for them. We want to be that person that kind of, if anything, we want to feel that we're different in that in that, in that man's life. But we have to realize, no, you're not worth where I'm going. You're not worth um, me lowering down my standards just so I can actually keep you in my life. Because you're not even ready for what I'm bringing to the table. You're not ready for where God is taking me. So why should I actually stay in a complacent spot just to date you or just for you to be in my life? So I think it's just very important that we realize that any man that's in our life that's not adding to our worth, he's just causing us to stay stagnant. He's causing us to, to not move and progress in life. He's causing us to more follow his plan versus our own. And if anything, anybody that we deal with or date should be a compliment to our life. They shouldn't be taken away. They should be adding on. It should be a bonus. They should be filling in, you know, for our weaknesses. They should be a direct reflection of, of what God thought about us, you know? So I just think it's important. Any woman that's listening to this to, it's not too late to leave that toxic relationship. It's not too late to, to take your worth back. It's not too late to even spend enough single time with yourself and say, look, I got to get to loving me back again. I got to have a better relationship with God. So that when I step into the next relationship, my worth is so high that if he's not, you know, matching that, into that mm-hmm. situation, you know, treating me the best way, then I'm I'm okay with letting it go because I've spent enough time by myself. I didn't allow, you know, a man being in my life to be my top priority. I didn't allow that to make me confident just because I actually had a man in my life. So that's just important for every woman to realize. Y'all, this ain't a Know Your Ministry series, but she is preaching, okay? And let me <laughs> tell you how you know when God is aligned with something or when you're in your purpose and you're aligned with what God wants in the vision that he has, it's when two people can come together and that person cannot know the full vision, but they can be walking in the vision unintentionally. And what I mean by that is my next question was literally, should women evaluate their current exes then act accordingly? Have you ever done that? Have you ever forgot who you were? And she already answered that. She already answered that superseded that she explained it she broke it down and that's one way for you to know that this is confirmation from God that this was supposed to be happening the Holy Spirit already had her answering a question that I didn't even ask yet so that's when you're imperfect and perfect perfect when you're in purpose and things like that happens that's confirmation for you and it's showing you how God is moving because Yes, to everything that she said. Yes, yes, yes. Like we have to know who we are. And it's crazy because I was going to go on a rant on my Instagram about the fact that sometimes men or society focuses on um, women being gold diggers or women trying to attach themselves to men because of what men have, as if men don't do the same thing, especially to women with purpose. Women with like, Y'all don't know how many DMs I get people talking, trying to talk about the Bible. They want to go to church now. They got a cross Mm -hmm. necklace. They want me to see like 
All because you see the anointing that's on me. You see where I'm going. You see that I'm doing something. So you're trying to attach yourself to it. Men will do that. If you have something going for yourself, if you're a powerful, strong woman of God, just a strong woman in general, men will cling to that, especially weaker men who need somebody to pour into them, who need somebody to feed their weak spots. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with pouring into or feeding people, but you have to know whether a man is simply taking from you or whether it's equal power. So you're sharpening me as much as I'm sharpening you because some men will just take literally. If you let them, they will just take, that's their whole purpose of being with you. They're stagnant or they're depressed or they're not, they're not motivated. So what better way to make themselves feel better than attach themselves to a motivated person. And then here go, here we go as women and this nature, um, nurturing instinct that we have, and I'll I'll build you up and I'll do this for you. And baby, you are not God. You are not God. Like God needs to have that man before you step in and try to play God in his life. You are not supposed to make him Mr. Perfect. Release him to God. Come back. I want to add something to that because I honestly think that as women, we really have to realize that the best thing that we can do for that man's growth or just for him being able to kind of learn a lesson of of what it is to not play with the woman with purpose is to let it go. I think you got to realize that that's actually going to bless him more than you realize. You stepping away from it, you not doing what the last five women did is just essential in realizing that if if you really want to stand apart in his life, don't deal with his BS. Don't allow yourself it's a word. to stand for, for for what it is that, that's really not adding to your life. And I, I uh, realized the same thing. I, it was like he was expecting. There's certain guys who expect you to stick around because you stuck around all these times. But it's like the minute I actually walked away, the minute I blocked that number, the minute that I blocked you on social media, the minute that I actually on with my life and I didn't allow your toxic behavior to stay in my life it was like all of a sudden you know now you're seeing it now you're getting it now you <laughs> understand now now, now you, you want to pray together so I think women we don't we have to realize walking away is one of the most powerful things you can do not only for yourself for the person that you're dealing with and it actually will help them to realize that we, you know, I actually lost a really good woman. So yeah. I need to evaluate myself. I need to evaluate the type of man that I am. And I need to, you know, figure out if I'm going to ever get a good woman out of my life. I actually have to more have, you know, I have to actually build up my work. I think men think that they don't have work to build as well. And they think that it's just better to attach themselves to women with work. No, a man has just as much work as a woman. God yeah. thought about just as much of what a man can bring to a table as a woman. So you can tell a man who is more, like you said, trying to take from you more than give. And when you identify that, it's not that you shouldn't be flattered by the fact that, that he sees that there's something in you. But it's, it's about the fact that you realize that you're not, you know, separating, you know, your relationship with God just to be in a man's life that's not ready for what you're putting on, just put into the table. It's a word, y'all. I hope y'all was taking notes because she been dropping gym after gym. Y'all need let that man go. Okay. Let him go. Let him go. So my final question is, what are some ways that women can exercise knowing and owning their worth? So like three things that you do to basically continuously make sure you're checking in with yourself and you're not like self-care, 
um, just knowing who you are and making sure that your own cup stays filled. Okay, so um, I would say number one uh, things that I do just to really know my worth is that I talk to myself. It sounds weird. It sounds a little spooky, but I actually talk to myself. I look in the mirror and I and I and I say what it is that that I would want to believe, even if I'm not feeling that way that day. I legit speak over myself. I speak affirmations to myself. I say, "You're beautiful. You know, you're amazing. You're strong. You, you're overcomer. You can you can literally overcome anything that comes your way, even when." The random things happen in my life that's unexpected i just immediately start speaking over myself i just immediately start speaking life into that dead situation and i just look in the mirror and i actually like what i see and i and i like to just speak all these different affirmations on myself just to remind myself who i am so any woman listen to this never underestimate the power of looking in your mirror whether it's in your car whether it's at home whether while you're doing your makeup and just speak life over yourself look in the mirror and actually say out loud what it is that that you believe and don't wait for somebody else to do it don't wait for somebody else to give you a compliment for you to now feel good about yourself don't wait for someone to point it out for you to now realize it start speaking those affirmations over yourself number two is the best way to know your worth is to know your creator i think there's no way around that is is to completely know you know who it is that you're serving never stop getting to know god because he's he's always fresh he's always new he's always putting something else on our spirits something else on our hearts so it's, it's very impossible to figure out who you are without knowing who god is because he created you so it's, it's a lot of people in this life trying to figure out like they really don't want a relationship with god so it's almost like they're doing it backwards there's really no way to figure out why you're on this earth to figure out what the point of your life if you don't really know who it is that created you so if you're going through a situation where you're trying to build your faith you're trying to have a relationship with god it's just important for you to realize that you can never stop falling in love with god you can never stop you know growing in in your faith you know i've been knowing God my whole life, but I feel like just recently I really got the most close to him. So that that never stops happening, you know, as far as knowing your inside. The more that I got to know God is the more my self-confidence grew. The more I learned who Jesus Christ was in my life was immediately the minute that I liked what I saw in the mirror because I actually got to know the man or the God that actually loved me and created me and and knew every hair on my head and 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 put a plan on my life so the minute i got to know him it was the minute i actually got to know myself yeah that's just important for you to realize and the third third and final point to know your worth is to build up other people's worth i think sometimes we feel better about ourselves or we realize how much purpose on our life when we actually have no problem in filling someone else's cup when we have no problem giving someone else a compliment and making someone else's day always be a servant in this life never think that you're too good to want to feel someone else's day to want to be a light in someone else's life because the the beauty in knowing your worth is to help somebody else and that's just something i had to realize when i could be there for other people when i could stand in the gap for somebody who was 
going through, it allowed me to feel better about where God was taking me. It allowed me to know that I was more than just what I could do for myself. I was more than just blessings that are going to fall in my lap. I know that I'm blessed to be a blessing. So the minute that you put yourself in a position to bless someone else is the minute that you're going to feel so much better about who you look who you look at in the mirror and, and, and what your purpose is here on the earth. So never underestimate the power of giving another woman a compliment or to just fill up somebody else's cup, make someone else's day, do be a blessing for somebody else, you know, affirm someone else who needs it and, and make sure that you're being a light as much as you can in any room that you step into, whether it's your jobs, whether it's your family, whether it's a, a stranger that you never met, always figure out a way of how you can add, you know, light to someone, you know, because we need that. It's just too many people it's just kind of being distant, I would say, admirers instead of just actually coming up to someone and, and talking to them and making a yeah. day and figuring out how you can add to their life. So those are, I think, three things to practice to actually have better self-worth because if I can first know my creator if i can you know secondly be there you know for somebody else if i can also speak those words of affirmation over myself when i look in the mirror i think that just those three things are essential to stepping into the next level of self-worth that's good y'all did y'all write that down positive affirmations know your creator and speak worth into somebody else those are three ways All right. So finally, can you please let the listeners know where they can contact and connect with you? So your social media, your email, a website, any way that you would like for them to reach you. Perfect. So ultimately, you can find me on Instagram at more motivation. So that's M-O-O-R-E-R motivation. I'm also I have my own podcast, which is Fill the Cup, where I, you know, impart you know positive wisdom and, and just all types of hot discussion and inspiration um, on Fridays. So that's on SoundCloud as well as iTunes or the Apple Podcasts. So make sure you follow that podcast, Fill the Cup. And yeah, I haven't really gotten much on Twitter, but um, the main ways you can find me is through my podcast on Fill the Cup as well as Instagram, More Motivation. And, you know, definitely follow me on Instagram. Tell me what you thought about this episode. And, you know, all the Christian Bay podcast listeners, I'm just so excited that I was able to, to be on the podcast. This was This was exciting. Thank you so much again for taking time out of your day to be on the podcast. Thank you for all of the gems that you dropped to the listeners. They were noteworthy, okay? Like, the Holy Spirit really speaks through you. Because, girl, you was I told you, you was answering questions before I was even asking them. Like, <laughs> that was nothing but God. So I just want to thank you again. And, guys, check out her podcast. Follow her on Instagram and give her some feedback. I'm about to pray us out. Is there any last thing you would like to say, Kendra? I was just going to say, um, just even to you, uh, Christian Bay, just keep doing what you're doing. And uh, no matter how difficult it gets, no matter how hard it is, realize that your voice is so, 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 so powerful and intricate and just so needed in this community. And I'm sure all the listeners can agree with me that you're doing your thing. Never stop, no matter what comes your way. Just never stop because you really are going places. And I'm, I'm just glad that that I actually have a new sister in Christ to kind of share this journey with. So thank you so much for having me and just keep doing your thing.
Girl, I'm a thug and you about to make me cry. Like, I'm a whole <laughs> thug out here. Girl, you can't be just throwing that on me out of nowhere, okay? <laughs> but no, thank you so much. That means a lot. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'm just about to pray us out because we've held up enough of Kendra's time. So let's pray, guys. Father God, first and foremost, we just want to thank you for blessing us with another day. We just want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to speak on this podcast, Father God. This is not my podcast. This is your podcast, your vision, Father God, your will. And I thank you for allowing me to be the vessel. Father God, I thank you for placing Kendra on my heart, Father God. Thank you for making her in my eyesight to know that she was the perfect person for this series, Father God, a woman of words, Father God, a woman that's filled with word, Father God. I pray that all of the listeners not only take notes, but I pray that they allow these seeds that she's dropped into their spirits to plant deeply and make roots in them, Father God, that produces fruits that reflect you, Father God. I pray that they leave this podcast knowing that you made them perfectly in your image, Father God, that they're not able to find their worth in a man, Father God, but only in your word, Father God. So I just pray for all of the listeners, Father God. I just pray for Kendra for pouring this word unto us, Father God. And I just pray for you to deposit more worth in each woman, Father God, and also worth in the men, Father God. Sometimes we forget that men need that encouragement and that uplifting as well, Father God. So for all of the listeners, for male and female, Father God, I pray that this podcast allowed them to encounter you and hear a word from you that touched their soul like never before. I thank you for the listeners. I thank you for Kendra. And I thank you for loving us just the way we are and making us worthy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.